Welcome to the Catholic Cafe, where all that the Catholic Church believes and teaches is served fresh daily. So come on in and see what's on the menu today. Now, here's your host, Deacon Jeff Drzymski. Greetings and welcome to the Catholic Cafe. I'm Deacon Jeff, sitting in the luxurious corner booth of the Catholic Cafe, sitting here with Tom Dorian. Greetings. So, it, it's occurred to me I've never said greetings before. It doesn't sound good coming from you. It doesn't, does it? No, you're not a greetings kind of guy. I'm not a greetings kind of guy. You're a, hey, how y'all doing? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> that's not you? Well, you know what? It's your smile that greets people, Tom. Exactly. And that's, that's what's so nice. And it's unfortunate right. that we're on the radio and people can't see that. But they no, should go to the website. Actually. No, go to the website and you can see a no, picture of Tom. Don't go there. www.thecatholiccafe.com dot com slash tom cheap plug we should have a page just for you we're gonna That'd do be that. great wouldn't that be great yeah my mom it would, would be like great. it it's not about you tom stop this is the, it's this, about my mom this, this, it is about mom making mom proud is a mom. good thing that's right amen brother that's right all right so you know what we're gonna talk about today i'm waiting for the segue we don't have a segue you we're don't. jumping right into the holy <laughs> spirit again you know the last show we ended but we actually really talked about the, the the last show we did was really on the holy spirit i talked about my mm-hmm. son's uh, confirmation. Elijah. I remember. Shout out to Elijah. Still, he's still uh, floating high with the Holy Spirit in his great? life. Yeah, it's fantastic. And uh, so we talked about that. Has he washed his forehead? Yeah, he has. Oh, darn. Which is, you know, actually, it's, you know, when you're that age, when you're like 14, you're always taking baths. Yeah, you need to do that. Well, you want to start, first of all, you need it. You're exactly right. But second of all, you start, you're thinking about girls. Yes. Right? And so it's when important. someone says, son, you smell. <laughs> I what? <laughs> anyway, that's not the topic of the show. It's not. <laughs> so uh, uh, we're talking about the Holy Spirit, and I, and I want to do like sort of a piggyback show because the the last show we, we was called the Spirit of Confirmation. We talked about having the Holy Spirit in your life and how important that was, and and we talked about some a few basic things like inviting the Spirit into your life. And I thought, you know, there's probably some folks who are going to be asking, like, okay, you got me. Uh, I don't remember my confirmation, hmm. and and I need to sort of kick it up a notch. Right. Right? I need to do that, uh, what is it, emerald, you know, bam, you know, kick it up a yeah. notch or whatever. I need to throw some of that spicy chipotle something into my life mm-hmm. to light that fire again or yep. to rekindle that fire that's still burning there, but maybe they're like uh, these glowing embers yeah. that are waiting for the winds of the Spirit, right, for the Holy Spirit, for that that that's that third person of the Trinity to come and to essentially blow on them and make them. So there's a way to do that. I think there are. All right. And so what we like to do here at the Catholic Cafe is we like to have like ten ways to do something. There you go. We love to have like the, you know, call it our top ten list, but we have all these different things. We want to talk about ten ways in which we can invite the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. into our lives and maybe even back into our lives. Sure. If we think, while I don't agree that the Holy Spirit's ever left us. He doesn't leave us high and dry. He's never really dormant. Mm-hmm. But I do think that sometimes that we've forgotten about him and we don't turn to him often enough. And people who might think, well, you know what? I think we need to talk more about the Holy Spirit in our own lives. And in my life is particular. Let me just, what do I need? What do I do? How do I do that? I agree. And so that's what we're going to talk about today. And, and so number one on the list is really the last thing that we talked about on the last show. It was. And, and I, I, maybe I didn't have enough time to talk about it, or I really just want to reiterate this, this fact. One of the greatest sacraments we have is the sacrament of confirmation. And I am amazed at the number of people who aren't confirmed, who are Catholics, right. Right. who go to Mass. 
And I see this so often when we have young couples that want to be married mm-hmm. and we find out that the young man or the young woman mm-hmm. or both have not been Missed confirmed, it. right? It somehow slipped through the cracks. Mm-hmm. You know, we have families that are kind of struggling to stay together. We have busy, busy lives. We have people changing schools. You know, dad gets a promotion or whatever you move. Parents get divorced, whatever happens. And we have this sort of shared custody and things like that. And at a at an age like 13 to 15, it's easy for um, a kid to sort of get lost in the yeah, shuffle slip through the cracks. Especially in our faith life. Mm-hmm. Because we've got so many other things that are kind of hitting us head on. Mm-hmm. And so I've met many, many people, and I've met many men who have come and asked for some kind of discussion about counseling, some kind of uh, guidance in their life, and they'll come and chat with me. And I'm amazed at the number of guys who struggle with things in their life, maybe pornography or some other things that are really, you know, whether it's alcohol or they've got anger, and there are all kinds of problems. And and after a discussion, I let them talk and kind of just sort of get everything out. out right. Then I find out. I ask them a question, have you been confirmed? And I find out, no. It's just Hmm. amazing how many people haven't. And so it's important that you get confirmed. This this is not just a box that we check. Mm -hmm. Something really, really happens when you get confirmed. Absolutely. Which one of those things or some of those things are the gifts of the Holy Spirit. You know what? We're going to put that number two on our list. All right. Perfect. To know the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And knowledge is one of those gifts. Yeah. Well, knowledge. Right. Exactly. And when you've been confirmed... It's, what's amazing is these gifts, uh, we'll rattle them off, knowledge, wisdom. Wisdom, understanding, counsel, fortitude, piety, fear of the Lord. I love fear of the Lord. Yeah. It sounds so scary, but really. Especially it's, with that voice. It's a healthy fear. It is a healthy fear. I mean, I have a fear kind of, of pain. respect. I have a fear of you know touching the stove. Right. And not that God is like going to burn me. But we always should respect, as you say, right. something so awesome. Right, you know, so I, th- they've like renamed some of the some of these gifts, mm-hmm. I guess, to help people see them differently or understand them more fully in a, a modern context. I don't know, but they've changed fear of the Lord to wonder and awe, <laughs> which is still good too. It's good to truly see something or someone as awesome. Right, that's powerful. It is, and uh, I think counsel was was changed to right judgment. Mm-hmm. Helps you understand what. If you give if you give someone good counsel, you can give it and you can and you suddenly get it right. Right, you can help. You can make choices in your life. Mm-hmm. So all of these gifts are amazing in the fact that they, like, there there's arrows in your quiver. So if you're getting that, why would you want to put that off? Right. Exactly. Yeah, don't do that. Uh, because it's it's well, I, you know, in Memphis, we live in Memphis, and uh, it gets hot and muggy in the in the summertime. Just a little. And could you live in Memphis without an air conditioning system? Barely. But you could. You could do it, but you would suffer. (laughs) And it wouldn't be fun. It would not be fun. And so imagine having a window unit, and you're sitting there trying to watch Wheel of Fortune. (laughs) You know? You don't watch Wheel of Fortune, obviously. I love Wheel of Fortune. All right, so you're watching Wheel of Fortune, and you're like just sweating, and you can't even solve That's the puzzle. It a spin. I know you can't solve the puzzle because there's like sweat rolling down your eyes, and it's stinging, it's burning, it's so it's torture. But imagine having a window unit right there next to you, yeah, and you don't go and turn it on, right? Well, that's kind of what it's like when you have these gifts of the Holy Spirit. 
yeah. that come to you at confirmation, and you're not using them or realizing that these are real live arrows that are going to shoot down the devil. It's kind of silly when you think about and it. And help you go through life. Yeah, exactly. So to know those things is 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 powerful. It is. Because it just it changes your life. And so when you don't utilize those gifts, mm-hmm. realize those gifts, then amazingly, life gets a lot tougher. It does. You're you right. Know? Maybe it shouldn't be amazing. I don't know. It's just it's it's obvious when I see it now in hindsight, you look back and go, Man, I wish I'd use my gifts a little more often. Exactly. So but tied closely to those gifts are number three on our list, and that is the twelve fruits of the Holy Spirit. Right. And we don't often talk about the twelve fruits, but again, mm-hmm. this is part of the package deal. Have you ever gone and you look at the uh, the car, you're getting ready to buy the car, you look mm-hmm. at the sticker on there and you first your eyes go to the sticker price. Mm-hmm. Right? Well imagine going to like this really cool car. Mm-hmm. And you've looked at all these other ones and go like, well, let me go look at that really souped up model with all this stuff. And your eye goes right down to the price sticker. Price on that says zero. Free. <laughs> it's like, wait a second. What's that? Let me look at these things that are on here. Hey, it's got seven gifts right. of the Holy Spirit. Oh, and there's 12 fruits that come with it. You know, there's like a bonus package. And really, it's this virtuous life that we live. And all the things that we're looking for that would make the world a better place, these are things that are granted unto us. Right. That help temper us. That help... So we'll go through the 12 fruits. They're charity, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, generosity, gentleness, faithfulness, modesty, self-control, and chastity. Now, the world would be a much better place if all of us would utilize those 12 fruits, would realize that we have those. You're right. So get confirmed. Know and use those twelve, those seven gifts and know and use those 12 fruits. Realize those 12 fruits. Live in those 12 fruits. Mm-hmm. And... What a beautiful world this would be. It would be. Now, another thing is people say, well, you know, I want to have more to do with the Holy Spirit. I just don't know enough about him. Well, read. (laughs) Number four on the list is read. I'm looking right at you, Tom. Uh, it's just funny the way it's just very dry, well, very, very direct. It's that was kinda, good. Well, it's straight, well played, right? And don't look for a <laughs> book that has pictures. Yeah, you know, with big print. Be a big boy, a big girl, and pick up the Bible. Right. And there's some amazing things that you can read. For instance, you know, you just there's tons of stuff in there on the Holy Spirit. Right. Tons of stuff. Yep. But there's just two particular things, you know, if you're looking for something to read and kind of focus on the Holy Spirit, there's nothing better than a story that ends well, right? Right. There's nothing better than a promise made that is fulfilled. Right. And we see that when Jesus promises the Holy Spirit. Yep. He's Talked in the upper the room. Show. Right, exactly. He's in the upper room and he's he's telling those disciples, the apostles, he says, If you love me, you will keep my commandments. And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate. Jesus being the first advocate, right? He will give you another advocate to be with you always, the spirit of truth, which the world cannot accept, because it neither sees nor knows it. But you know it, because it remains with you and will be in you. There's the promise of the Holy Spirit. Right. Jesus promises the Holy Spirit. Jesus is a man, Mm -hmm. a God-man of his word. He is the living word. He's God. He doesn't lie. Mm Mm-mm. Right, and we see that played out at Pentecost. Right in the Acts of the Apostles, chapter two, we see this beautiful coming of the Spirit spoken about. When the time for Pentecost was fulfilled, they were all in one place together, and suddenly there came from the sky a noise like a strong driving wind, and it filled the entire house in which they were. 
Then there appeared to them tongues as of fire, which parted and came to rest on each one of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in different tongues as the Spirit enabled them to proclaim. And it goes on, but it's amazing. So the Holy Spirit's here. And then what happens next? The church explodes with life. That's right. So you read about the Holy Spirit. You read about the promise of the Holy Spirit. Jesus doesn't lie. He's sending the Holy Spirit to us. The Father sends us the Holy Spirit, and when the Spirit comes, when He shows up, things happen. Big time. There's a freight train a-coming. Oh, yeah. It's beautiful. So read about the Holy Spirit in the Bible. That's number four. We have so much more to talk about. we got we got to rattle through six more as we get, uh, as we get on here. Uh, but that being said, before we do that, I want to remind folks at home, we've got a great website, thecatholiccafe.com. Also, send me an email, deaconjeff at thecatholiccafe.com. With that, we'll be right back. I'm Bess Drzymski, and this is another great moment in church history. Have you ever felt the tug to leave everything behind and become a missionary to a distant land? One man named St. Francis Xavier did just that. He gave his life over and followed the call to bring Christ's love to those who had never experienced it before. Francis Xavier was born into a wealthy and educated family in Spain. The promise of worldly success was laid before him. But he felt that tug to leave the comfort of his home to fulfill the gospel's call to go and make disciples of all nations. While studying at the University of Paris, Francis met St. Ignatius of Loyola, the founder of the Society of Jesus, and the two decided that Francis should be ordained a priest in the order. After many years of prayer and work in Europe, Francis was sent to the East Indies to bring the good news to those who had never known Christ. Francis traveled halfway across the globe to Goa, India, where he began to lay the foundation for the church's mission there. For the first few months, he ministered to the poor and the sick in the local hospitals. He later started instructional schools where the street children heard the teachings of the Catholic faith. From India, Francis traveled to Japan, where he again preached the gospel and baptized thousands of souls. Pope Benedict XVI said of St. Francis Xavier and St. Ignatius, A unique desire, a unique passion it could be said, moved and sustained them through different human events. The passion to give to God a glory always greater and to work for the proclamation of the gospel of Christ to the peoples who had been ignored. In the short span of 10 years, Francis Xavier brought thousands into the arms of the church. Through his simple ways and zeal for the gospel, he was able to spread the message of Christ's love to a part of the world barely aware of the Savior's promises. St. Francis Xavier once wrote, Many, many people hereabouts are not becoming Christians for one reason only. There is nobody there to make them Christians. His words apply to our own times as well. We may not be able to travel to distant lands, but we can all share in St. Francis' missionary spirit by spreading the truth of Christ in our families, on our college campuses, and in our communities. St. Francis Xavier's Feast Day is celebrated by the Church on December 3rd. I'm Bess Drzymski, and this has been another great moment in Church history.
Welcome back to the Catholic Cafe. Here's Deacon Jeff. And we're back in the luxurious corner booth of the Catholic Cafe. I am Deacon Jeff. I haven't changed. No, you Uh, haven't. I've changed a lot, but not Not just since the break. Yeah. Pretty much still the same Deacon Jeff. And you are still the same Tom Dorian. Yes, I am. And I'm so glad you're here, Tom. And we're talking about how to invite the Holy Spirit into your life. And we came up with these 10 ways. Great stuff. So take notes. Get confirmed. And a lot of people can skip number one because they've been confirmed. But I right. guess to realize the power of that confirmation, that right. something really happened, yeah. is important for us. And especially in the context you brought up, the uh, seven gifts right. of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And then we piggybacked on top of that the with fruits. the 12 fruits of the Holy Spirit that come to us. And uh, trust me, charity, joy, peace, patience, et cetera, et cetera. Some good fruits. Those are good things. They are right? good. There's too many fruits in the world that are bad fruits. We've got some good fruits. <laughs> That's right. Confirmation, right? And, of course, reading more, exploring more into the story of who the Holy Spirit is. Mm-hmm. And that's powerful because then he's not just some abstract concept. Mm-hmm. But you realize even from the very beginning, God's Spirit moving over the waters at creation Holy Spirit was always there. That's right. And is always here. That's right. That's pretty powerful stuff to know all that. So now we're going to go on to number five. Number five. Number five is pray to the Holy Spirit. Exactly right. Yeah. We've, we've talked about this a couple of times. We have. Don't hold back. How how easy it is to pray to the Father and how easy it is to pray to the Son. And how easy it is to forget the Holy Spirit. You don't want to do that. We don't want to do Mm-mm. that. Because if, if he is that powerful, which he is, you, you want him. So pray to him. Yeah. It's like, don't let him be the last kid you pick when you're doing choosing sides for, <laughs> right. for your team. That's right. right. Right when you're out on the sand lot yeah. choosing up teams, Holy Spirit's probably <laughs> right up there. Yeah, you I'll say in the top three <laughs> of your choices, you know, num- number one, two, or three draft pick. Yeah, it's a good guess. Perfectly, <laughs> perfectly good for the Trinity to be in the, the top three uh, picks. But But the reality is praying to the Holy Spirit. It, and plus, it's it's different than what we usually do. Right. Right. We usually don't do that. Mm-mm. You know, merciful Jesus. Oh, Lord Jesus. We, I'm just in such a bad place right now. Lord, just walk with me. And, and these are good prayers. Nothing wrong with that. They are good. Heavenly Father, you know, if you can just help me with that loudmouth guy across the place over there. I just, it just shut him down. So, I, you know, whatever. Maybe that's not such a good prayer. But really, we can pray to the Father. We pray to the, the Son. Man, praying to the Holy Spirit changes so much. Now, I would say it really does. the number six mm-hmm. is interesting because once you start to pray to the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. you start realizing something. One of the great heresies, I think, that's still out there in the world is this idea that the Holy Spirit is an it. Mm-hmm. Right? That the Holy Spirit is some kind of magical force. And we know there's no magic in God whatsoever great mystery but it's not god is not magical right right there's no hocus pocus going on here Mm. it's his power his authority and the holy spirit being part of that the third person of the blessed trinity is a he scripture refers to him as he Mm -hmm. and so once we understand the person of the holy spirit Mm -hmm. now we're talking to him right he's a person right and it's just it's interesting throughout history people will look at the holy spirit like because the holy spirit sometimes is presented as some kind of driving wind but that just means like have you ever heard some big powerful dude come into the room and he doesn't have to say a word and you know he's there 
Right. He's got a presence. Yeah. The Holy Spirit's got a presence. Yeah. When he shows up, it's like, hey, uh, you sound like a tornado. <laughs> uh, freight train? What is that noise? That's the Holy Spirit. Yeah. He's, he's blown into town. Mm-hmm. Big dude. He's got some stuff, you know, to do. And so it's important for us to understand the person of the Holy Spirit, which makes him easier to pray to. It does. When we have a relationship with a him. Right. Not some kind of electrical force. Right. That God the Father, you know, said to his son, hey, son, instead of a carpenter, I want you to be an electrician. You know, and you, you are going to go and electrify the world with this juice that we have here in this little jar. Well, that's not the Holy Spirit. No. Right? The Holy Spirit is a person. And the spirit of creation, he is part of creation. He is part of life. And all of the eternal life, the joy, all that stuff that springs forth from God the Father loving God the Son and God the Son loving God the Father, what spirates forth is the Holy Spirit. Right. Beautiful thing. But again, knowing that he is a he is an important uh, distinction. And that would change a lot of things. It will. So uh, naturally, you're going to want to invite him. Next two points are invite. Whether you're in a crisis situation or just an everyday situation. Right. We're going to call that number seven and eight. Perfect. Right. Number seven and eight are to invite the Holy Spirit. I mean, crisis, it makes sense. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of natural. So, someone dies. We we want consolation. Right. And consolation truly comes from God. God of mercy, God of love. Ultimately, all consolation, all love, all mercy comes from God. And so to feel that in a, in a tragic time of loss, mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit, is, is that is the way in which we experience that, the reality of uh, the consolation that comes from God. Other crises, situ- you know, crisis situations are... Just when the world around us seems to be attacking us, uh, when when we're, we're going through difficult situations with people, yeah, um, whatever it might be, when we're when we're un- under siege, yeah, back uh, invite the Holy Spirit. We need a guardian, protector, leader, inspirer. We need Him, mm-hmm. right? So that's the crisis. But you know, it's interesting how. We always turn to go. We turn to God so often when we're in trouble, right? But what about like just the normal day? Just just stuff's happening. Well, He wants us to turn to Him no matter when. I no think matter so. What. Could you could you imagine what life would be like if if we put everything into the hands of the Spirit? You know what's cool about that is when you really do it. Have you ever noticed that the conversation completely changes? Amen. It's not you speaking anymore. It is the Spirit speaking. How many times have you been driving? It is cool to watch. Tom, you're going home and you know you got a call from Cindy, right? Your wife calls and says, you got to get home. Yep. Your son just blah, 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 blah. Fill right. in the blank. We've yeah. all had those conversations, right? Oh, yeah. And on your way home, you're thinking, man, this kid is this old and he should know this and blah, blah. And I'm going to say this and then he's going to say that. And I know what he's going to respond. And you play this whole thing out in your head. Yeah. And you're getting mad. You're driving home and you're getting mad like... And he hadn't even said any of those things yet. Right. And we played that conversation out. But I'm, I'm telling you, if in those situations, just, even though it's not a crisis, invite the spirit. Invite the spirit. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, it's like, wow. You can even do it on the spot. Have you ever done that? You're in the middle of a conversation with someone, and you realize, you know what? I haven't invited the spirit in this. I need to do that right now. And your mind just do that, and it changes right in front of you. It's amazing. It is. He's real. The Holy Spirit is real. And so to invite him into crisis as well as everyday situations is absolutely a phenomenal thing. Now, so another one is to tune into 
the Holy Spirit. So this is interesting. Now, the reason why I would call this number nine Mm -hmm. is we don't often do that. A lot of times hindsight is 2020, right? We look back. You mentioned it in our last show about we see God in the the rearview mirror. mirror. What's amazing is when you can know he's there right now. See him outside your windshield. So I know it sounds a little like uh, getting into like, I don't know, some kind of ethereal kind of (laughs) nuanced experience with whatever, and you're going to be chanting on some, some mountaintop you know, with incense burning. I don't mean it like that. Right. But I, I think that if you recognize when the Holy Spirit is in the room mm-hmm. and is working, it's amazing how you can enhance that. You can take his, you can go with his lead. In other words, follow him. And then you suddenly, you become the leader, but really it's not you, it's the Holy Spirit. That's exactly right. Or sometimes you can just, just back away, get out of the way and let him do his thing. Yep. And someone says, Tom, you should get on there and do this right now. Take care of this. Like, no, just hold no. on. Just wait. <laughs> just wait. Holy Spirit's in the room right now. Right. And I can just see him working. So when you're sort of like, quote unquote, on his wavelength, when you recognize the Holy Spirit is there, and this is not something that everybody can do at all times, Mm-mm. especially when we're struggling. Right. But I think that there are times when you start and go, do you feel that? And they go, what, what, what? That's the Holy Spirit. He's here right now. Yep. It's just amazing how he changes everything. It is. And and so to tune into that, mm-hmm. to recognize that, really you can assist him now. Oh yeah. You're like the you're like the number one assistant. Yeah. And and that's a powerful thing it's to be the body part of Christ that. in action at that point. Exactly. Exactly. And then of course, this last one is one that you always bring up. Go to confession. Man, I'll tell you what, we say that every time. You can you can put that on every top ten list. It's gonna be. Yeah. I'm already going to tell you we're going to have the top nine list because the reality is number 10 or one of the 10 is always going to be confession because you have got to have that clean slate. Yeah. This is the fertile ground. When you go to confession, you give the Holy Spirit fertile ground mm-hmm. to grow, to prosper, and to bear great fruit in the world. Yep. So there you have it. The 10 things that you can do, and they're easy things to do, invite the Holy Spirit into your life. Amen. Let's pray. Come, Holy Ghost, creator blessed, and in our hearts take up thy rest. Come with thy grace and heavenly aid to fill the hearts which thou hast made. O comforter, to with thee we cry. Thou heavenly gift of God most high, thou font of life and fire of love, and sweet anointing from above. Praise be to thee, Father and Son and Holy Spirit, with them one. And may the Son on us bestow the gifts that from the Spirit flow. for listening to The Catholic Cafe. For more information, visit us on the web at thecatholiccafe.com. You'll find many links to Catholic resources on the web. You can also listen to previous shows online, download MP3s, or take advantage of our podcast feature. If you'd like to contact Deacon Jeff, send an email to deaconjeff at thecatholiccafe.com. The Catholic Cafe is brought to you by the Order of Malta Federal Association and is broadcast with ecclesial permission from J. Terry Stive, Bishop of Memphis in Tennessee. Join us again at the Catholic Cafe. There's always room for one more at our table.